Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet it's where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome, everybody. It's your boy, Dwayne, in the building, and it is the Bar Podcast. We're in here, right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited, as always, to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the Bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And if you hear my voice, I'm struggling a little bit. Woke up this morning with a little itchy throat and you know we still might making it rock and um and, and we're just getting it done you guys know i've been traveling a lot and uh, having to do recordings from the, from the uh, hotel and all of that man and i really appreciate you, you guys being patient with me doing this transition and and big shout out to everybody that's helped me during this time uh people i call at the last minute this guest like all those other guests in the last three weeks called at the last minute but uh dear brother of mine excited to have him on have on none other than mr woodrow how are you sir i am fantastically awesome how are you oh man i'm doing good son i'm doing good so i know for a fact i got a lot of uh a lot of clemson fans that listen to the show um uh quite a few that go to second prayers you know we visit that together man so i know they were excited mm-hmm. to see your name come across the board um but like i tell all my guests man i'm gonna give you the opportunity to kind of introduce yourself share whether whatever you want to share whether it's personal professional you the floor to do that right here okay well first of all Dwayne, i just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh speak on your platform hang out with your people um uh, not much to tell about myself i mean just a small town boy from Orangeburg, South Carolina, made my made my mark on this world. Well, actually, I got my start to making my mark on this world through sports by this game called football, which uh, was able to get me through high school, through college, got me a degree, which was a big stand, a uh, big big thing for me to have my college degree, and then spent some time in the NFL. Enjoyed that. We'll probably dig into some more details as we talk through this call. But uh, now I'm settled in the upstate of South Carolina in pharmaceutical sales and 
also one of my biggest passions just out, you know, spreading the gospel, speaking to people mm-hmm. about Christ and then doing my motivational speaking. Well, actually, I should take that off. I don't like to say motivational. See, I like to say professional speaking because motivation only goes but so far. Mm. You know, so I really want to get in there and talk to people and empower and encourage them to let their best foot step forward so their light can shine so they can be the greatest version of themselves. So that was a really, really okay. brief intro. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd be in trouble if I didn't say this. Though. Please. You know, been, married, been married 10 years. My wife, Portia, and we got two lovely girls, Zoe and Trinity. Well, let me put that back. Trinity and Zoe, because Trinity is older than Zoe, and I get in trouble if I put Zoe first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, and I love what you said about motivational speaking, um, because as you know, man, I, I've been trying to be very uh, disciplined in going to the gym. And one thing that I, I realized, just like you said, motivation, it wears off, man, is when you find that, that discipline. That's what... Uh, that's what keeps you going, man. So uh, I always, you know what? I don't think I ever heard this, man. Tell me a little bit about your conversion story. Was it like a, you know, for me, it was like a, a major event, you know. I'm not talking about a, the walk down the aisle. I'm talking about when you really knew, you know, your heart was changed and you were regenerate. Uh, tell me a little bit about that story, man. Oh, that is a very interesting story. And actually, I started to tell it. I got a video that's up on, I think it's on Facebook and it's on What's up? Instagram as well as um, LinkedIn. And I had a pu- couple of people wanting to hear my story and I haven't told the whole thing. And so here's, here's it in a nutshell. I was, you know, we all, well, I can say, I can't say we all, but as a youngster, we went to church mm-hmm. all the time, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we, we're in church, Sunday, we're there, no matter what we're at church. And, you know, we got, I got baptized when I was younger, knew some of the stories in the Bible. And I actually, you know, I knew about Jesus, but I never really knew him, knew him. So just transitioning, I one year got to college. Once I finally got to Clemson, this is when it all happened. It was just one of those nights. It was, again, I'm the typical kid. No bad stuff. Never smoked a day in my life. Never drank a day in my life. No issues with the law. Stand-up kid. Listen to my parents. So aside from the normal kid stuff, kid boy stuff, I never really got in trouble and I was that trusted right. one. But um respecting my teacher, respecting my elders, all that that's how I was brought up. But there was still something, it was just like I'm I'm missing something. I've always heard about Jesus. So one day I was in college, it was nineteen ninety eight as a matter of fact. Ninety eight, ninety nine, so one of the two. And I remember sitting down one night and just saying, You know what, God, if you're real, I need a sign. You need to show mm. me. And as as the as the old church would say, the next day. <laughs> so the next day, you know, we're going and we have this team meeting and we found out that Coach Tommy West, who had recruited me, they had decided to terminate his contract. So he would no longer be the coach of Clemson University. And at this point, I'm a naive kid, not really knowing what's going to happen. Hey, I can't pay for college on my own. You know, they're going to renege my scholarship. Again, I'm not, I don't know how none, none of this stuff works. So I'm thinking right. I'm getting ready to go home and I'm, I'm just scared. I'm kind of upset. I'm bothered. So I'm like, God, if this is, you know, your idea of showing me who you are, you know, I really don't want nothing to do with you. That's kind of mean. <laughs> and I don't, I don't like, you know, that's where I was at the moment, but you know what, you know, only God can do stuff like that. And that was the best thing that happened to me. Cause when Tommy West exited out, 1999 came in, uh, Tommy bound, 
And with mm-hmm. Tommy Bowden came in a man by the name of Darren Bruce, and he was the team chaplain. The first time we actually had a team chaplain on staff, all before mm-hmm. we have some so-called speaker come and give us a talk before the game in chapel service or something like that. But, you know, you go to FCA and hear some kind of message, but it was nothing special. But he came in, and for the first time I heard the gospel, look, you do this, you go to heaven. You do this, you go to hell. Without Jesus, you know, you're destined for eternal damnation. And it was like the very first, it was the very first um, Bible study that he conducted when he first got there. And I promise you, when I left out of there, I felt worse than um, three a days. I mean, it was, I, my whole <laughs> body was hurting. And, and you know, that, that was just, just, um, that's just conviction. And that's when I right. went to him and just told, you know, right after that, he called us up there and gave my life to Christ for real this time. And I've been, you know, they say we all put our, our pants on one leg at a time. No, I was both legs in, and I was all for the gospel from that moment on. Nice, nice. That's cool, man. That's a funny story. Uh, <laughs> this pastor was talking about, you know, sitting in the dark and uh, asking God for a sign <laughs> and a light flash. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. oh, God, is that you? Then the light flashed again. And then... Uh, Come to find out, it was the the smoke detector. <laughs> um, you got. I'm gonna need you to be a little bit more perceptive than that now. <laughs> the smoke detector. You know, that's funny. That's a funny story because I actually had one of those in high school, and I remember asking that same question: "God, are you real? You know, I need a sign." And then all of a sudden, I got this chill over my body, and I <laughs> happened to tell my friend, "I was like, oh, I just asked God if he's real. I just got chill. Look at my arm. I got goosebumps." And then she pointed up to the to the um, ceiling. She said, "Yeah, you sitting underneath the vent." I was like, okay, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it every time, man. So, <clears throat> you know, you, you talked about Clemson uh, being there, and that's awesome. You know, these guys had a chap chap chapel or how do you say it? Uh, what's the man? What, what do they call him? Yeah, he was a chaplain, team chaplain. Chaplain, got it. So he had a chaplain mm-hmm. and. So you you mentioned going to the NFL. Uh, did uh, you also uh, have some spiritual guidance during that time as well? I did. He was still in my life, so he was my main staple. And okay. you know, be on the phone with him most of the time, well, all of the time. And um, he was the one guiding me, mentoring me, calling me out when I needed to, keeping me straight, making sure that I'm. When I'm reading the word, I'm getting what the word is actually saying instead of just kind of putting my, my worldly twist on it without the proper understanding. So, yeah, he held my feet to the fire, and um, he really guided me through the time. So when I was in the league, I had a whole different mindset because I've never been that kid anyway who was had career aspirations to go to the National Football League or to play professionally. It's just for me, I was good at sports, and I just going to see how long it was going to take me. Well, by that time, since 1999, I'd already realized God had his hand on me and it was his story that he was writing through me. So I just going to allow him to take me wherever he wanted to take me in. You know, the NFL was part of it and that was going to be. And, you know, I enjoyed that time and helped build my name and my platform to really go out and do his work. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's, that's what I was going to say, man. It's almost like a, you know, well, I mean, it is, you know, God's sovereign plan to, to take you out of Orangeburg, uh, which a lot of people, not from South Carolina, know where that's at. A lot of people, that's not from South Carolina, they don't know where Orangeburg's at, just like they don't know where Turkey is at. So I get it. 
So take right, you out of right. Orangeburg, man, and uh, put you in Death Valley, you know, Nashville. Because I remember, I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, when they had the little college, uh, little college game, man, they they had you on there, man, the little black quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play oh, with you, yeah. man. I don't know how many but times yeah, I they, heard that, man, I used to kill people with you on college football. I was like, yeah, 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 that sure did. <laughs> but, yeah, and then from there to NFL, man. And so what I love about it, about your story, Woody, is not only did you, you go through that and you experienced, you know, kind of like a high, you know, like a, a really – like people are shooting to get to that that place, but you didn't stop there. So in your eyes, it, it just continued to grow as you, you know, began to uh, really focus on ministry. Um, and you got a lot of stuff going on, man. So tell a little bit about what you do now. I know you say you don't call it motivational speaking, but what are some of the things you're getting involved in now? And also make sure you mention the, the, the fatherhood thing, because I love that as well. Tell a little bit about what God has your hand in now and things you're doing for the community. Well, uh, I'll start with the fatherhood part, because that's one thing that, um, he really instilled in me. He put that order in place because we know God don't operate outside of order. So he always told me that, you know, when it comes to your responsibilities in this world, you know, your first responsibility is to God, is to the Father. That's your first responsibility. Mm-hmm. Then the next responsibility in that line, in that order, would be your wife. And then mm-hmm. after your wife comes your kids, and after kids comes your work, and then then comes ministry. So that's one thing that I really focused in on, on making sure that my family is, is um, intact. And one of the biggest things that really slapped me across my face was the movie Courageous came out a few years ago. And that's what really kind of pushed me in and showed me how much I was doing wrong in my family. When you start talking about taking full responsibility for my life, my kids' life, my wife's life, and everything that's happening inside my household, and the fact that it may not be my fault, it's still my responsibility. Mm. So that takes a whole new avenue of if my wife is upset and she's fussing at me, I can't get to the point to where I say, oh, she's always fussing at me because this, this, and this. Then I got to step back and say either a few things happen, either something I missed, something I didn't address, or something I allowed. So mm-hmm. one of those three things happened. So, but it all points back to me. So I can't be mad at her because she's upset or she's bothered because either I caused it. Or let me rephrase. I said, if I either I caused it, I missed something, or I didn't address something. So that's how I always have to look at things and, and figure out what's my role in it. And even if I come to the conclusion that I didn't play a role in it, then I still it's still my responsibility to to figure out what's going on. The same thing with my kids. You know, the God entrusted me with those those knuckleheads to make sure that I'm raising them right and raising them in under his word and under his tutelage so they can, you know, be able to to fulfill their destiny. So it's a lot of responsibility and sometimes it gets heavy, but, you know, God built us with bigger bone structures and um, m- muscle density for a reason. You know, and whatever we can't carry, he told us to carry, um, cast our cares and onto him and exchange our yoke for his. So that's where I am with the fatherhood thing. I'm really impressing upon the family unit because that's one of the things that I know is the main thing. When you look at a lot of the ills in society, one is because man is out of his place, two, because the family structure is being broken down. So that's one thing that 
leads into what I'm really focusing in on. One of the big things that's on my list right now is education. Because right now, education is is something that is really lacking in our society today. Right now, they're just it's so crazy to go through and sit in some of these district office meetings and and listen to how they work through things or some of these policies that they're trying to pass and a lot of these policies are getting passed but people just don't know anything about them. But so many people are operating on the in the in the spirit of just get by. Mm-hmm. And that's where the discipline that you mentioned earlier, and that's where my passion and my push points come in to really come in to really talk to people when I'm speaking in an environment, be it a church setting, be it an office setting, a corporate event or a fundraiser, wherever it's at. I want people to realize that they were created for purpose and then start walking them through their gifts and their talents and their strengths and what it's going to take to allow those gifts and strategies to come to the forefront and what it's going to take to maintain those gifts and continue to operate at a at a high level because the Bible talks about everything you do, do as unto the Lord. So it's like I'm going to serve God if, if my gifts and the things that I do is me serving God at dinner. You know, what am I going to bring to him? Some old moldy uh, French fries I've been sitting out for forever. Or am I really going to take the time to really care for his meal and present it in the pr- proper way? Gotcha. That's dope, man. That's 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 really good <clears throat> because that's needed, you know. That that, and I've heard a couple of your videos, man. You you do a, you do an excellent job uh, of engaging. Uh, so right here, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Jimmy, yep. Uh, there are like no good podcasts out there. There are very few. None. I mean, really, it's well, it's just like ours. There's doctrine. Okay, well, yeah, obviously, that's why we started. That's right. right. Because there, we needed to have a really good podcast. But then, yep. as as we started putting our podcast together, we did discover a few yes. really good podcasts, and one in particular. Oh, yeah. Put on by our man, DeWayne! <laughs> At Biblical and Reformed. Yeah, the bar, baby. You got to get, uh, listen, because we only put out two podcasts a week. That's right. All right. So you need to supplement our awesomeness mm-hmm. with Dwayne's awesomeness. Dwayne awesomeness. So uh, he has he has good guests on. He has good yes. conversations. So uh, we were just on there. Yep. And it's, you know, I, what I like about Dwayne is that he's encouraging. Yep. He's honest. He's real. Uh, he's real. He's, he's handsome. Biblical. He's good looking. Oh, wait, what? No, what? No, he is. No, do you yeah, see he him? Is, but why do we? He's got like soft eyes and good hair. I don't even know where to go from here. Well, that's, I'm just saying, he's worth listening to. He is, but you're not going to see him. Why doesn't Oh, no, I I see pictures of him on Instagram. Oh, fair enough. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Biblical and Reformed. It's a podcast, definitely, that you should subscribe to. Later. All right, we're back in here with my man, Mr. Woody. Mr. Woody Danzler. Good friend of mine. I get some cloud off of that, you know. Uh, Me and Woody are friends, just in case anybody was wondering. Yes, you are my guy. Yeah, man. Give me some clap. Give me some clap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Woody, what I like to do, man, on the second half of the show, uh, first, thank you again for coming on, man, taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, and what I like to do on the second half of the show is do what I call the bar signature question. You have three, three questions I ask all of my guests uh, that come on, whether it's uh, Steve Lawson or Lincoln Duncan or, or Mark Dever, any of those. 
big name guys or or anybody, man. So uh, everybody gets a chance to answer these three questions. And the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> Uh, it all depends on my mood, you know, what I decide I to it. listen to. So uh, most of the time, yeah, I'll be listening to some, uh, I guess, Christian rap. Then uh, you also, you got your contemporary gospel, or you got your, I don't know how, you, it's just gospel music in general. I ain't going to clash right, because some people want to say, you know, it's just, you know, black people gospel is white people. <laughs> you know, contemporary, but <laughs> I just like to listen to music. But sometimes I find myself like when I really, sometimes I want to ride around in the car and I just want to clear my mind. There's nothing for me to throw on some uh, classical music, you know, Mozart, Bach, you know, those type guys and just let the music, it's just something about musical instruments that just calms me, I guess, how, how David calms song with the harp. You know, when I just want to, and I'm, I know I'm on a long trip. I just put that classical music on and just listen to it, listen to the, let the vibe just, just play. So I'm, I'm all over the place a lot of times. Okay. There now, then I'll throw on some old school, old school hip hop. Yeah, man. The real line, real, the real bars, and so uh, I can't get some <laughs> of this new stuff. Yeah, It all depends on my mood where I'm at, but most of the time I'm either listening to, to, to um. Christian hip hop or the classical music. Sweet, good deal. All right, man. Next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Oh my gosh, what books am I reading? I just got a a book that I'm I'm about to start reading now, and I'm not the one that kind of jump around from book to book. So the last book I, I'm I was working on was Speak and Grow Grow Yourself Rich. That's another book. It's just about, you know, generating a, a, a speaking business, teaching you how the ins and outs and what to do, what not to do. So that was one yeah. of the books that I just read recently. So that's that's where I am right now. Cool, man. All right. Last signature bar question is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Well, of course, I'm listening to the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I always listening to the bar. I pull it up from time to time. That's another thing I do. I meant to mention that earlier. Yes, what music I'm listening to because I'm not listening to music because sometimes I am listening to podcasts. So I'm listening to the bar. Or, you know, a friend of mine, Taj, he just started a Taj Boy. He just started a podcast. I'll check him out every now and then. You know, and then from there on, you know. Huh? You should do one, man. I, I'm considering it. That'll come next year. But uh, I am okay. definitely considering it. Holler at me, man. I, I know a guy. You know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> His name would have last name would have to be Atkinson, would it? Hey, it might be, man. I know a guy that, that loves helping people start podcasts. So let me know. But yeah, I actually got it on my list. I was doing some research uh, a couple of weeks ago on, on podcasts. I think it'd be dope, man. Yeah, because and you know, and you mentioned that because I, now I was actually thinking about kind of what I want to do because that's another thing you mentioned. One thing I really want to bring back to our society, to our culture, to our communities is the act of conversation. That's why I love listening to the bar because you really you really get into good conversation, be it right. someone you agree with or someone you don't agree with. You like to chop it up and, and hear these different opinions. That's one thing we don't know how to do these days. And I just mm -hmm. remember the barbershop when we were growing up. The barbershop 
used to be the spot. That's where you go see your doctor. That's where you see your therapist. That's where you see your <laughs> teacher. You learn everything is at the barbershop. And you can have a conversation. And though from the outside, it can look like it's heated, but it's not heated. You got two, you got individuals expressing their mind. You got people, and it's always, you be at the barber or just the man who's always in the barbershop. Oh, no, 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 you can't get mad. You got a point there. But we need, really need to get back to having those conversations and not trying to destroy someone just because we disagree. We disagree right. and we disagree. You know, we can have that strong, passionate conversation on both sides, but then at the end, we can disagree with each other's ideas, but not disagree with one another. And that's right. something that I want to do. And that's kind of what that podcast is going to be. And it's also something I'm looking to do just in the community, just travel from barbershop to barbershop. I actually did one here recent, um, a few months, about a month back, right here in Fountain Inn at a barbershop here in Fountain Inn. Brother Dre has allowed me to come into his barbershop and we did a back to school thing for some youth. And we just sat down, we just had a good conversation and that's just what I want. I want to really be able to open up these lines of communication again through old school barbershop talking and just simple as that. That might be what the podcast will be coming next year. Barbershop talk and just <laughs> have that conversation, you know, Exclusive. early shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> exclusive, exclusive. Man, so okay. Well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna definitely look out for that, and and definitely be a plug if uh, if it goes that way, uh, for sure. Uh, man, I again thank you again for coming on the show last minute, coming through, saving the day. Um, <laughs> I always love to let my guests kind of close it out. Any kind of words of encouragement or anything you want to tell my listeners as we get ready to exit. Well, it's something that just I had to learn and, and I encourage everyone else to do as well. When there's a place that we're all called to go to, there's gifts and strength that we've all been given. And from the place you are right now to the place where you're going to go, it's called the, the process. And we need to be able to trust the process and do our part within the process, be it reading more books, be it studying, be it getting under the tutelage of someone, but finding a way to perfect our skills and our crafts because it's not about us. The, the the process that we go through is not just for us. It's for those that's around us. So if you want to make the world better, it's going to have to start with you. And when it starts with you, then it comes to your family. And if you affect your family, you know, your family affects your neighborhood. Your neighborhood affects your community. Your community affects your your city. The city hits the state. And you see where I'm going with this. To, before long, you affected the world just by doing something diligently with discipline and with pure focus, you know. So that's what it started. The, the, any great movement starts with a single person, and then it goes from there. Say so one can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand, but it got to start somewhere. Why not with you? Amen, brother. Yes, sir. Good stuff. <clears throat> to the bar listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in to your favorite podcast every Tuesday. Make sure you check out everything on the Bar Podcast Network, and make sure you go to thebargear.com. It is officially winter slash fall and it's officially beanie hoodie season go get you one uh go get you a bar hoodie uh or just thinking hoodie we got it all right there at bargear.com uh, make sure you go to the podcast website thebarpodcast.com follow us on facebook the bar podcast instagram and twitter the bar underscore podcast and until next time god bless you guys and we are out
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there